This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, welcome to Seagull Social. I just, honestly, I still think this should be season four. I just do. But anyway, it's season not. three, episode it's 48. It just, it just should be though, shouldn't it? But anyway, um, but season three that. still, just about. Uh, um, season three, episode 48, um, or yeah, season four, if you want to call it that. It's up to you, really. Um, but yes, we are joined by the boys, Ben and Maz. Um, boys, I see Maz is in a new location. Maz, where are you? I am in Greenwich, mate. I've, I've moved flats uh, to Greenwich, lovely, lovely part of the world. Uh, um, Postcode, please. Anyway. Um, Postcode. <laughs> number. Flat number. Uh, we don't know who's <laughs> watching. I could, I, we could have some weird <laughs> Crystal Palace slash Chelsea fans watching. So I don't want to yeah. be, be leaking the addy. Don't want to leak the addy. But yeah, no, mate. Yeah, lovely, lovely place. New, new gaff. I'll, I'll give you guys a, a tour maybe, maybe when we finish filming. But um, yeah, no, I love it. Lovely. So you got social exclusive content there. That'd be great. A little house <laughs> that'd be good. Um, yeah. <laughs> ben, yeah, how's, how's things with you, mate? Oh, man, yeah, well, as, <laughs> as you know, but... So actually, people probably won't remember, but in the last episode, I was saying how... Well, I think maybe two episodes I was ill, and then the last episode, something else was wrong. Oh, yes. But basically, it turns out I had, like, a virus, which has now, like, gone into my joints, and, like, so for the past, like, four weeks, I haven't been able to walk. Um, literally sounds bleak. It's pretty much been like that. Um, can kind of walk today, which is good. Um, hopefully you're going to be back in the office at work next week. Um, yeah, it's just been horrendous, basically. But um, otherwise, really good. <laughs> Simon Odingra is a superstar. To solve my car, to Simon Odingra. And yeah, otherwise. Yeah. All good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I mean, I remember you calling me and I was running to get a train at, Hall, at Three Bridges, actually, I was. And yeah, Running, I was cheers, not mate. expecting Excuse quite the, the... Yeah, it was quite harsh, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just realised what you mean. Um, no, yeah. Hope you get better soon, Ben. That's uh, that's for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that should be the comment of the day. Get well soon, Ben. And hopefully, uh, yeah. he, he won't have to say he's got yeah. something wrong with him at the beginning of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, no, but no, mate. I'm all I'm all good. Um, yeah, I'm all good. All good. Nice and very busy. If I'm honest with you, but everything's good in the world because Brighton are. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd say we're back, Confident. but I I didn't expect us to be as good went. as I watched us last night. Yeah, we never went. It was never gone. And I, I'm, I've got to be honest, last night was really reassuring for me because I just, I thoroughly enjoyed the game for one. But the way we played, I can see Maz agreeing with me here. The way we played was exceptional, wasn't it, Maz? Yeah, mate, class. I I, I don't usually, first of all, it's, it's tough to usually watch preseason games, obviously, because like we're usually like away to mm. Lewis or something in preseason. So it's quite tough to, yeah, to, agree, to actually agree. catch the never preseason, preseason matches. But because it because it's on because it's on Sky Sports, like it's been great just to actually watch us in preseason, seeing all the players. Like I can yeah. literally list you probably ten players that I've thought, wow, like 
this this is really exciting. I, I I think I tweeted it last night. I'm just so excited by like we've got such a young squad. We've got so many talented players. Like it's str- we're struggling to sort of fit them all in. I suppose into a starting eleven come the, the beginning of the season. But yeah, against Brentford, I thought we were brilliant. Obviously, I thought defensively we looked a bit shaky. But I think you know yeah. when we're not playing with any, Make I think sure we did play with centre back for first about, ten minutes. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I mean, the last the last half an hour, I generally don't think we had a centre back on the pitch. Um, so yeah, like obviously that's nothing to go by. But yeah, defensively looked a little bit shaky. But going forward, we just looked so yeah. so good. And I'm, I'm yeah, I'm just so excited about what's to come, really. And Ben, I want to ask you because I know this is this is such a you question. Wonder Kid, similar Dingra, similar Dingra, Joel Pedro, talk to me, mate, because that is a bit of you, a bit of Brazilian flair, and Ivory Coast as well. I oh, know it's it's actually so much fun to watch. It's my football manager dream watching a bunch of Wonder Kids play. Like I do it on the video <laughs> game every single season, and actually seeing it exactly. in action on the pitch in real life for my for my club, it's just it's, it's so good. Um, and also, I think just like this summer series, I know we'll talk about it in a bit. It's just I really really enjoyed it because we're playing against Premier League opposition, like unlike Lewis and Crawley, like Maz has kind of mentioned. The intensity in the games is so is so much higher than it would be if we were playing Crawley or yes. some random Austrian team in the mountains somewhere that we have also done previously. Um, and we're also so we're seeing the best out of all these Marcus random so youngsters that we've now signed as well. Um, so yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. And yeah, it's just been a dream. Jao Pedro, the way he, I think the commentator even said it, he glides like a gazelle when he actually does, and he's so does. strong, which I did not realise. Like yeah. his hold up play has been incredible, which is I can only imagine. It's going to be working wonders for us next season. Reminds me a bit like Kane dropping deeper, and then you've got the two inside forwards or the wingers running forward in in CISO or Karamatoma or Adingra. It's only going to pay off yeah. next season. But yeah, it's been so much yeah, fun to watch. I do agree. Actually, he's like a he's like a sort of Harry Kane the way he drops deep, but he's he's got sort of the flair and ability to get away as well, which is really really reassuring. I've I've not seen sort of a player come in so quickly, and I just instantly think, my God, like you are. A star, and, and and honestly, those those first sort of ten touches, I'd say, he had in that first half, I just thought there's not a single there's not a single thing you've done wrong. You've done everything right. And when you when you see a player catch your eye so quickly and and look so much better than everybody else on the pitch, you you sort of feel like what could go wrong. And and I look at the thirty million pound valuation at first because obviously it's different for Brighton. I know it's it's not different, but it is different because we we get to break break that sort of. Twenty million pound margin, wasn't it? I think it was on Adam Webster, and then we splash out thirty on on Joao Pedro. But I don't know about you, Maz, but that's looking like a bit of a bargain. <laughs> no, no, mate, hundred percent. And what he's twenty one years of age. Um, yeah. So I, I think he's just got so many years to to progress and just get even better. Like you mentioned, his his pace, um, his directive, like running. Um, he's just. He just yeah he just excites you when he gets on the ball and I think what was it against uh, against Chelsea as well when he came on he came on as a second half sub and he just sort of just I know it's a friendly but he changed the game he just made it a bit more uh, gave us a bit more impetus gave us that extra little bit of flair um, as you mentioned as well that Brazilian flair um, so yeah he's just so exciting and, and such a young age as well um, and I think it'd be really key how we how we fit him in, I suppose. Like there's been so much chat about who goes where, who plays where, and you know, uh, does he play as a number nine? Does he play as a number 10? There's just so many questions, which I, I don't know the answers to. I'm sure deserve does, but yeah, it's just, um, I'm <laughs> really excited to watch him play in the premier league. Yeah. And I was going to answer your question there of where does he play? And I think to answer it in the best way possible would be if everyone's raving about him as being a star and as being a shining light in the team, better than anybody else, and they can't decide where he plays, I think that only goes to show how good he actually is because he can play up front, he can play on the wing, he can play centrally. Mm. If you can play anywhere, like De Zerbi knows, if you can be able to play across that front four or five even um, and, and have the ability to drop deep and the strength to drop deep, you are in for a treat under a De Zerbi team uh, because that's exactly what he's here to do and, and going to get better at doing. Um, so I think it's more about not worrying about where he's going to play in terms of position-wise. It's about worrying about how he's going to you know, improve across sort of his versatility. Um, ben, I was, before we sort of continue, because I was going to just sort of talk about the players, which is so easy to do because there's a certain somebody who deserves a big mention today. But... Ben, I wanted to talk about the summer series, mate, because it seems like we keep saying, I know it's just a friendly, but but I don't know about you, but it doesn't feel like just a friendly, does it? I don't know about you, but I'm quite enjoying it. I know you say it's on Sky, you can watch it, but it does feel like, you know, it's a Brentford players, they're going all in. 
Yeah, no, to be fair, you're saying that they're going all in. They were. They they were doing some pretty nasty tackles on a lot of our players, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That first half was the most stop-start half I've ever watched. Like, it's just constantly foul after foul and then stoppage after stoppage. It yeah, was yeah. quite annoying that first half. But, I mean, saying that, and it's weird to say it for friendlies, but both friendlies I did, just didn't want them to end because they were so exciting. It was really weird. And yeah. I don't like giving Americans credit, but they've actually done bits. This, <laughs> they've done really, really well. They've done well, I know, like, Arsenal... Arsenal and Man United aren't part of the summer series, but like if you, I don't know if you guys have seen the coverage on on Lissandra Martinez, like the way he's going in. Like I think the intensity <laughs> in these friendlies seem to be pretty yeah, crazy. high. I, I feel like all the teams are all the teams are really going for it, it like the intensity wise. So yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if it, is is it like the American? Chavi sure complained about well, it today, obviously. didn't he? Chavi was like yeah. Chavi said Arsenal played like it was a Champions League final and he was saying it was really it was too yeah. intense for it's too intense for a friendly and then Ten Hag before the Arsenal match was saying we don't do friendlies and that sort of thing so maybe it's just an English thing maybe we're just like out to show mm. how good the, our league yeah, is in America. It's never happened before has it? I mean no, it's, it's very new yeah, to, that's... to football it... I think and it's quite I th- good I think as well. I think, is it we... good? I mean is it going to be one that's go on Maz. Yeah yeah, no, well, there's a lot of, like, um, people getting injured and stuff, which obviously we, we don't, you don't like to see that at all, especially in, in friendlies. And obviously Van Heck got sent off as well for a second yellow. Um, and obviously we don't, oh, we yeah. don't condone that, that kind of behaviour. <laughs> but but in saying that, I, I think I think there's two there are two things to this. I think one thing, I do like the competitive nature because it shows like everyone's, you know, fighting for their place and, you know, people want to make sure they're in that starting 11 come the, the first game of the season. Um, and then second of all, I don't know if it's linked, and this could just be sort of like a, a, a shot in the dark, but is it linked to the amount of football that the players are playing? Like, there's no really real break, do you know what I mean? Like, it just seems to be just continuous football. Yeah. I, I know, obviously, we had the Winter World Cup as well. I was going to well. say this. Like, I feel uh, like maybe that could, that could definitely be linked, yeah. linked to it as well. And there's a pointer there, because, I mean, there's always there's always so much complaints throughout the season if there's too many games. And obviously, if you're now making the summer break into you know, a bit of a tournament competition thing. It's a bit reassuring to me. I, I feel like, I, is it reassuring to me or, I, or is it going to be a curse? I, I, I'm a bit sort of torn um, as to whether it's going to be one that's, I don't know about you, Ben. I, I feel like I know what I'm trying to say, where it's, you know, good because it's entertaining. It gives the fan value. But then at the same time, I can see the player's point of view as if you're going into the season and you've already got an injury. I mean, we haven't even seen Lewis Dunk yet, for example. Yeah, um, no, it's, you know, it's a bit, I think the intensity's. I don't really know what way it will go, but I'll probably, I'm leaning towards it being a positive because straight away they're going to be ready for the Premier League. They won't have gone from playing against some a smaller club, for example, away and abroad, like pretty relaxed kind of low intensity game, because and then they go into the Premier League and be in really high intensity. I think if they're just carrying on that intensity the whole time, I guess it'll be good for the start. But then, yeah, will you see fatigue in the players when it comes to like the middle of the season because they've been playing these? High intensity mm. games in pre season instead of your your normal casual relaxed friendlies. Mm. What about you, Maz? Do you think it's one that's good? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think look, it, all in all, I think summer series is brilliant just for in terms of exposure, like getting us getting our name out there on a on a big scale, especially in America, and and being amongst like Chelsea, the Chelsea's, the Newcastles, uh, maybe not so much the Brentfords, but I think definitely for like uh, make, building our profile is definitely great, um, and also yeah, the, the intensity and the experience we're hopefully going to get, and playing uh, some of our young players, I think it's going to be really really valuable going into the season. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. Hopefully we can do it next season as well. That was a fu- sorry, that, just quickly before we move on, that was quite a funny point about the Brentford thing because I remember I saw someone's tweet being like, "Who actually in America supports Brentford?" <laughs> I guess they could probably say. I guess they could probably say the same about Brighton, but I feel like they're yeah, like someone. Yeah. Feel like people, puller, people in the, that work for the Premier League were like handing out flags and shirts of the clubs just to like random Americans being like, right, today you're supporting this. It's just a bunch of like American actors in the stadium because I don't know who in America supports yeah. Brighton or Brentford other than my friend Kai Edwards who lives in America. Uh, now. Shout yeah. out Kai, but um, and yeah. uh, that. What's that guy called? Yeah. Bahania, uh, Andy Bahania. Oh, Andy Bahania. No, there are. We've got stateside seagulls. We've got quite a few other boys. Um, oh, God. I can't yeah, it's just a very different culture, isn't it, I suppose? But then it's a culture mm. that, you know, inevitably is going to grow because 
it, yeah. it might be very different to here and, and you know what's right and what's wrong can debate that because I can't bother to get into that one but um, I think the Americans tapping into some sports these days clearly they want to grow some soccer out there uh, just as long as they call it football in the Sky Sports, I'm absolutely fine with it. Uh, and yeah, as long as we actually get some players back on, you know, without injuries. Um, but the one player I did mention sort of in that was, can you look voice not hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I thought you were looking like, I thought you were looking at me like I was like some sort of <laughs> oh, robot. No, no, no. I've got a fan on basically. Sorry, sorry. So I was literally concentrating on that right next to Oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. I thought I'd <laughs> no, got, no, I got scared. Um, Who are you talking about? <laughs> I'm so used to it by now. <laughs> Um, I was going to say about Lewis Stunk. Um, obviously, he's out the squad again, isn't he? Um, and, you know, at the end of the season, I think it was the Zerbi said he had a problem with his back, wasn't it? Um, yeah, throughout the season, so sort that. of worrying on. Um, hopefully not something to worry about because he is in training still. But uh, I don't know about you, if, if either of you have been seen anything regarding Dunk because it, it's been a bit quiet from, from what I've Probably seen. Probably just a case of like managing I, it. Because I, like, it... I think he said he was playing through it for like the whole season or for most of the season. So I guess it's probably just a case of like mm. having some rest because obviously that's why he pulled out of the uh, England squad. Yeah, and I, and I believe yeah. he's in, he's back in training yeah, as well. So ho- hopefully he's not he's not too far off. Hopefully. Yeah, I saw him in Andy Bahandi's. Um, I don't know. We're probably butchering the surname. Andy's video. I don't know if you saw that. He got him to sign him. <laughs> Bahandi. Then he, oh, that was then so Andy, funny. Andy got he's Andy like, got his I ass sh- out. I saw you in ribs. Yeah, saw you in ribs with Molly Malone's. God. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh Good lad. God. Awful. Awful. Um, okay. Speaking of awful, go the, to Jason Steele. Sub- yeah. Sorry, no, that that was rude. <laughs> the <laughs> well, first ten minutes, I mean. No, the first ten minutes, I mean. No, What's I love Jason, Jason Steele. The first ten minutes were awful. That's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> what is happening? Nearly got. What is <laughs> happening? Uh, was, this this has gone down a drain over the summer. I feel like we've. I feel like we've all just forgotten. We were how building to do this up so much <laughs> this morning as well. We were like, this episode is going to be so good. <laughs> is everyone like. On social media saying, can Seagull Social just release something already? <laughs> yeah, this is what you right. got. I mean, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, day, I am sorry. <laughs> it's carnage. It's carnage. Um, right, I- I'm going to take control. Let's, let's right. talk about... Yeah, come on. Let's All right, take control on, of this. Right. right, okay. So, Jason Steele. Let's talk about Jason Steele. Um, I, I, so I, I, I think he will start come the, the beginning of the season. I still believe he will. Obviously, Verbruggen is a top-quality goalkeeper. Um, I know he looked a bit shaky against Brentford. Um, but then, obviously, of course, he did get the assist for Dingra as well. So, like, he did show his passing mm, ability yes. as well. And, you know, he showed some good bits as well. Uh, so, I just want to make sure. Know, I wasn't you know, saying Jason Steele was awful, by the way. I was just saying that that first 10 minutes. Like, I think it was just yeah, it was did. just the defence and everyone looked <laughs> right. a bit shaky yeah. right at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think Jason Steele will definitely uh, be in... Being between the sticks, come the first game of the season, um, and also as well, I saw a few people because um, I, I not that I, I dug oh. into him, but like Webster was obviously, I, I think he's been pretty poor these past two friendly games, and I know they're friendlies, and you know we, we, he's playing alongside not you know uh, well he had Van Dijk mm. in the first game, and then he's been playing alongside makeshift centre half, so it doesn't probably help his game, and I know it's only pre season, um, however I think he's looked a bit shaky as well, so um, you I, I think. It's not not to say that they're bad players, and, and you know, just because you're not, you haven't performed in preseason doesn't mean you make you a bad player. Um, but I think with a few more games, like when it comes to the end of the se- uh, preseason, we'll be able to tell like who's ready to start and who's not. Um, and I think Jason Steele will be one of those players that starts, in my opinion. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I mean, we've yet to really see too much of the Bruggen. Um, obviously, he's literally labelled as one of the best. Uh, the most exciting young players in the world uh, at the moment. Um, it'll be interesting because, as I say, in, in Andelect, he um, he was fantastic. I think he had something ridiculous, like 50% of his games was clean sheets or something stupid like this. And obviously, I know it's in the Belgian league, but equally, you know, his ball-playing abilities. But we say that Jason Stills yesterday was very, very positive again. Um, I always say that his... Sort of awareness for pass is very, very good. Um, and by that, I mean the the balls that he plays aren't really the easiest. I mean, say, for example, on that left side, particularly when we had Colwell and the Stupinian last year, he would always try and sort of dink it over the oncoming attacker to try and find that left side because that seemed to be our strongest. He did it again yesterday, and I think it was Adingra that received it quite deep, or maybe Joao Pedro. They dropped quite deep, and then he dinks it out wide to one of them. And that one that he knocked to Adingra really came so from 
the, the patient passing at the back and just waiting for everybody to come forward. And the question that really is the biggest point is, will De Zerbe get found out here? Now, I don't think he will, um, because I think he's smart enough to, to counteract whatever sort of gets thrown at him. And I think by now, a year on, you'd have think that someone would have counteracted it. But how about you, Ben? But do you think that this tactic is here to stay and, you know, he will just keep adapting? Or do you think that someone eventually will realise, you know, Brighton, ha- Brighton have to have something to stop <laughs> I don't it? Know, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Obviously, I'm not professional manager but from my eyes i can't really think of anything thank god <laughs> i can't think of any way of dealing with it other than just by pressing like i think that is, is that simple is that much of a simple tactic where you're just passing it around the back and then waiting for it waiting for a moment it's not re- it's, yeah exactly there's not really much to it so i can't really think other than pressing like Brentford did and Brentford done it so well um but they just lack finishing, didn't they, a lot of the time? And they gave the ball away when they did win possession. Yeah. Um, if Ivan Tony was on the pitch, then maybe we would have conceded a few more goals yesterday. But thankfully he wasn't, and their yeah. finishing wasn't up to scratch. But the worrying thing was, yeah, if that was another club, a more a more uh, sorry, what was trying to, a more clinical club, then we, yeah, we probably would have conceded a few more. Um, but then it has its massive advantages when, like you said, when João Pedro drops deep, it just opens up and it's like four v four, and immediately you've got a brilliant counter attack and. The pace that we have now is insane. I love seeing that. Um, and then also the Jason Stills assist. You get op- uh, uh, options like yeah. that. And uh, what the, what's the word I'm trying to look for? You get opportunities like that, in fact. Um, and yeah, and then we get a goal out of nothing, really. So it does have its massive advantages. Yeah. And I can't really think of a way to deal with, deal with it if you're the opposition. I mean... It was identical to the goal that was scored against Brentford in the in the league yeah. when it was Matoma, mm. and uh, Jason still plays that long over the top ball, and um, you know Matoma sort of lobs Raya at the time, um, and it was interesting because it's happened to Brentford again, but it seems like something that we try to do quite a bit as well. We we did it quite a bit at the end of the season, sort of that really dropping deep, and then it, it usually go out wide to Matoma or Colwell, whereas now it seems like you know as you mentioned. We've got a little bit more pace. Adingra, Joel Pedro, they can receive it, but really get off the mark quickly. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is Tarek Lamptey is not going away, um, it seems. It seems as though Deserve wants to keep him please. in. Now, I'm just going to paint the picture for you. A, a, a fit Tarek just for one more season, please. Um, can you imagine? A fit, a fit Tarek with half his pace and able to play forward. With the pace we've got at the minute, I'm not saying we're unstoppable and going to win the league, Maz, but... I feel like your tweet might not be far off. <laughs> Mate, honestly, the squad depth we've got now is just outrageous. Like, that's the thing. Trying to pick an, an 11, a Brighton 11 right now with the players that we've got, I think it's just really, really difficult. Like, you're looking at, let's say, just if you pick that one centre midfield spot, for example, right, the pivot, you, you can either have Gilmore, uh, Mohamed Dahoud, or Pascal Gross. Like, that is just ridiculous to think. To, to think even a year ago that you'd have that kind of option uh, obviously with McAllister Moises gone. as well and, well yeah exa- exactly Moises he's on the, the, on the other side <laughs> ideally that, that well yeah, exa- yeah exactly yeah he's the guaranteed start if he stays obviously um, but yeah it's just, it's just crazy to think that the squad depth we've got and yeah trying to I, I honestly do not envy Deserby one bit trying to pick a starting 11 from, from that current squad I especially did. in the attacking <laughs> position um, <laughs> like it's just it's just it's just insane um, obviously defensively I, I, I still want a right back I, I think Tarek unfortunately is too injury prone for me personally like I would love him to start and I would love to see him back at his best I just mm. unfortunately I, I just can't see it happening but Such yeah I, I really want us to sign a right back and uh, another centre back I know we signed Igor but maybe uh, you know a Colwell oh, that's all I'm asking for not, not much you know don't shoot me um, but yeah if we can get maybe one more centre back and one right back um, I'll be ecstatic and I think going into the season we will be stacked literally in every so position good, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Levi um, he was sat there like a jealous ex wasn't he watching um, <laughs> I mean the, the, Chelsea, the Chelsea fans were watching um, the game which was quite interesting actually um, <laughs> look I'm so bored of doing this I mean I feel like all I do is I wake up and I talk about Colwell and Caicedo every single day since May um, but I mean so th- today we've had um, Caicedo bid rejected uh, within minutes uh, by, by quote by uh, Charlie Parker Turner 
of £80 million, pounds, the, the fee which Chelsea was so convinced would be the one that secured the services of Moises Caicedo was rejected in minutes by Brighton. And Tony Bloom will still never sell any of his assets for anything less than he values them at internally, regardless of what anyone says in the external. Question, Ben. How much is Caicedo worth? Um, I was actually itching before we start recording. I was getting into a bit of an argument um, with a Chelsea fan on Twitter, which is something rare I do. I don't usually get into yeah. arguments on Twitter. But he was saying about, how, well, he, he was commenting on something that, well, a meme that Maz done, actually, the uh, Bloom uh, turning it down straight away. And he was like, oh, well, he's, you're not getting 100 mil for him. So I just quote tweeted Fabrizio's um, tweet where Chelsea was saying that they want a minimum of 50 for Gallagher. When I was like, well, if he's worth 50, then Caicedo is definitely worth 100 million, um, which to he was which he was saying, well, Caicedo has only been playing for 18 months in the Premier League. And in those 18 months, he's proved to be 10 times the player that Gallagher is. So his just argument's poor. And also said that blame his own club yeah. for causing these astronomical prices because they've played they've paid big money for average players like Cucurella. So it's their fault that this is all happening anyway. Mm. Declan Rice is going for crazy money. I know you've got English tax as well. Uh, what was yeah. the question? <laughs> How much is it worth? <laughs> That's right. 100 million. I'm going to agree with Tony Blue. It was a, it was a, it was a one mil, thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would ask the same to you, Maz, but you're probably going to agree, yeah? Yeah, I mean, minim- look, respectfully, if Declan Rice is worth 105 or whatever his was, and then s- Moses Caicedo is worth... It worth exactly the same, if not more, than than. And Man United million. want forty so, mil yeah. for McTominay. Like, what are they? What are they smoking <laughs> over there? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's yeah. three. To, there you go. If you're going to go in forty million for McTominay, then Carcedo's at least three. If times this club better. ever spent forty million on McTominay, I'd never forgive. I'd yeah. never forgive. Even Gallagher, I would, like, I that would be horrendous. I genuinely wouldn't want Gallagher. I, I actually wouldn't. I don't think he's any better than what we have uh, uh, in yeah. that centre midfield position. He's nowhere near Caicedo's level. So for, for us to buy he's him, just a dog. Before... He'll just run and yeah. run and yeah. run and run. Yeah. But then, but we've got we've got runners. But then we've also got much, much, much better in Gilmore. I mean, mm. much better. Mm. I mean, I look at players for skill set. I don't look at them for what they do in position. And when I look at Caicedo and I look at Gilmore. The skill set of Caicedo alone is ridiculous. I mean, that's what determines how much he's worth. It's ridiculous. And at the end of the day, you, you know, Chelsea fans can say what they want. He's worth more than Colwell. Of course he is. So yeah. the skill set of Caicedo is so sort of intense for, for a midfielder of the age of 21, 22 years old. He's got another, what, 10 years of growth at the top level, to 15 years of growth at the top level. So think what the player he could become in seven of those years when he hits his but, prime so yeah it's, it's mad the final thing i'll say on the whole caicedo thing is two things one one i think he came out with uh i don't know if it was his camp or some i think romano tweeted it saying that he's because of his age which is 21 he's actually not too fussed whether he doesn't move this year um because he knows that oh, yeah, he's so young that yeah that he'll get oh okay uh so I don't know how reliable that source is. But if it is true, obviously, yeah, that's great to hear. You know, he's thinking, I am only 21 and I've got so many more years to come that, you know, why do I need to move right now? Uh, get, a, get a Europa League season under my belt and then I can move on after. And he'll still get, a, you know, we'll still get a big yeah. fee for him. And then second thing, it's... just either pay the 100 million or just le- or just stop because it, it honestly is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. Like just yeah, every right. update, but every day is, from Romano changed, saying, bid rejected. It's just so boring. Nothing's changed, as we know. And, uh, you know, until one or the other happens, nothing's going to happen and nothing has happened. So, therefore, nothing will happen. Um, so, there we'll leave it at I've that. I've got a quick question, um, though. What I will um, say... Obviously, we've signed okay. this Eagle guy. Um, I don't know if it's because I obviously really want Colwell and all I can think of is Colwell as a left centre-back and we've got this other left centre-back. I just don't... It's weird, but I don't feel attached to him. I know we've only just signed him, but sometimes when we sign someone, I get... I'm excited and I feel attached what? to him already, but I just I'm not getting that from him for some reason. I know we haven't really seen much of him, but usually there's like an instant like connection there, even just through Instagram or a video <laughs> announcement. But for some reason there isn't. I think maybe it's because I'm just thinking about Colwell in the back of my mind. I'm not over my ex yet. I can't move on. That's what that's what I'm dealing with right now. That is such an interesting thing to say. <laughs> do you not feel? Do you, are you excited I mean, by Igor? I mean, you, are, you, are you really excited? I just, he just doesn't I, look I, like I a Brighton player to me. I, like seeing the photos of him there, I'm like, it doesn't in my head. It's just. Like, I, 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 no, I've I, seen I, him in I, the I shirt, think, mate. Ma- so I think he's a Brighton player. But go on, sorry, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I think no, no, I think. I think I sort of get where you're coming from, Ben, in the sense of like because I think we're so hook, hooked up on Colwell 
the Eagles sort of gone a little bit under the radar. I think that's like that's how I'd assess it anyway. I wouldn't say I'm not excited yeah. by him because I think you know if you're a Tina player who got to the Europa, uh, sorry, the Conference League final last year, year, uh, pretty young, left-sided <laughs> player, left-footed, I believe as well. Like yeah. he does excite me, but I, I, I do get what Ben's saying. I think because I'm still so so caught up with Colwell and wanting Colwell to come in so badly, I think he's sort of slightly gone under the radar. Maybe we're mm. not as excited as we would be it's if like, we weren't licking I mean, Colwell. It's like when like your mum says we've got pizza and that we're getting pizza tonight and then it ends up you're getting frozen pizza from Asda <laughs> instead of Domino's or something like that. That's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a left side we've got a left side of centre back at home, don't worry. <laughs> we've got this bloke know, called I've Eagle. Got mixed family, so I'm all good. He's got a name from the bloody Shrek movie <laughs> um, but, like that. I don't know. Weird. When it's uh, when it when you comes to this, look, I don't even understand what's going on in this pod anymore. Uh, when it comes to Igor, look, um, <laughs> it comes to Igor. Look, left side of centre back. Um, the lo- the thing I look at Igor is Dan Burn. We we saw him for what, thirteen million um, covered left back, covered left centre back, very well. But Dan Burn wasn't really a starter. He started breaking in a little bit, you know. I think when we didn't really have left back cover, if I'm right in saying. Now we've got a Stupinian. We definitely need left-back cover when the Stupinian's out because otherwise we're pretty done for. Igor can cover us that and we've also got someone to back up to whoever our main side of that left side is because it's, we do want two centre-backs. It's been announced that we want two centre-backs. It's public knowledge uh, that we want two centre-backs. One of them's been signed. It's going to be a burn replacement. That's how I look at him. So if he does anything better than what Dan Byrne did... See, I didn't know... And when it comes to the European League, was, it's good. I could play left-back as well. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Right, fair play. So that's how I look at him. He's like a he's like okay. a burn. I look well, at him. Then as I a am burn. happy with that. And I think You're not look, a character. for fifteen million, and you've got a, a, a very established sort of player that's played in Italy um, and, and done well in the Conference League until obviously that mishap at the end. But if he's done well for all that for all that time, he's twenty five years old, adds some experience in Europa League, and he's coming into Brighton for the Europa League really. A good sign. Yeah. Fifteen million pounds. Most people would be spending twenty five, yeah. thirty million on players like that. I, I definitely, yeah, I think for 15 million, it's not risk-free as such, but it is kind of, with, with the, the amounts being spent. Nowadays, nowadays, like, yeah, 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 nowadays exa- market. yeah exactly. It's like, it's, like, it's like 5 million back in old money, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's, it's, it's a good it's a good sign in that sense. Uh, my only thing is, and, and I read this yesterday when he signed, um, his record yes, uh, last year, 45 games, he got 12 yellow cards and two red cards. God. So... Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, which is like I think I, I think by my maths I could be wrong here, but I think that's a, a yellow card every uh, ten games. No, that's not right. Cold and Newman every four games. Clutch, every four games, yeah. Every four games, every four games, he's got a yellow card, which doesn't sound too crazy to be honest with you. But I think if you accumulate over the season and yeah, you get twelve yellows and two red cards. I just hope it does. It does especially cost us and we have like a hot head, or especially with the way we play as well. You know, the back us games when you when you do yeah. need to yeah, dive just in means... a few times when you've lost the ball. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, just be a centre back and manager down every yeah. five games. That's <laughs> good. That's how it'll be. It's all good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be without the Serbian eagle players. <laughs> now, <laughs> I mean, we've said it so often now with Roberto. I think that this is the one biggest, biggest difference that we've that's seen. That's why he the signed malice, him. Not malice. That's wrong. But the sort of fire, we've got a bit more of an edge to us now. Um, mm. You know, we'd always go on about how we'd be the nice guys, and we we really were under Potter. We were the sort of pushover, nice guy. Um, and I think that under De Zerbi, he's just sort of added that little sense of ruthlessness across the whole squad um, and obviously signing Igor. That's my little caveat to try and make Igor's awful but dead record look. Oh, right okay. here. I do and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, let's let's move on. Um, let's talk about. Um, well, we could talk about Adibra yeah. to be fair, because we spoke about a bit about how his his goal was fantastic, and I wanted to give him sort of the, the moment of his his little segment because he deserves it. He's come in. He's twenty one years old, for God's sake. I think he's only for five or six million. And um, if you listen to the casuals on, on football Twitter, Brighton have done <laughs> it again. And yeah. they really and truly have. Simon Adingra. Uh, ben, talk to me, mate. I mean, he, his first goal particularly was a, was a great one. That mate, second touch. one, underrated first touch. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, look at that, see. There you go. Waves. There you go. Uh, but yeah, he's been incredible. And it's quite funny because I'm sure we've both done it and a lot of other Brighton fans have done it. When every time Matoma gets brought up, we always go, yeah, we've got another one cooking in Belgium as well. It's called Adingra. You'll hear about him next season. Mm. And I've done that to a lot of lot of yeah. fans, especially a few Liverpool fans. That he's arrived. Because <laughs> uh, they, love, they love Matoma. But um, yeah, and now he's arrived and people are finally hearing him, finally seeing him. Palace fans are giving us loads of praise as well, which is so weird to see. <laughs> it's so strange to see. And one of the funniest things I saw yeah. on Twitter was like, Zaha left for Galatasaray. And then we've got his regen straight away. <laughs> Palace fans must be fuming. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I've um, seen, seen a lot of um, the yeah. Sadio Mane um, comparisons as well. Like people saying he... Yeah, yeah, yeah I see that. Uh, Mane vibes, which... Yeah, I, I, I sort so of see that as well. The blonde streak in his he, hair. And he's yeah, got a his football ability stronger. as well. Yeah, the blonde streak. <laughs> yeah. I think if you... I reckon... I reckon yeah. And I, I don't think he needs it. But like, I reckon a season uh, at Bayern, just to get him into Wham, you know, into a Lewandowski <laughs> yeah. slash Goretzka... I think yeah, if we can get yeah, a season yeah, there, no, they, on loan at Bayern, get, get crazy him, over in Germany. Yeah, get get him, <laughs> get, get him a few asthma pumps as well, and uh, mate, he'll be flying. I, I think, think he's going to be. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to be a special player. Our club doctor uh, Adam Brett yeah. is wham enough, and also the other dude. I don't know his name, so I'm sure they'll give Adinger <laughs> some few tips yeah, to yeah. get muzzled. Big guys. But yeah, yeah. Ryan Adinger looks looks so um, good. Um, how the hell are we going to fit all these players in our team? I'm really looking forward to the segment there in this podcast where we have to build a team because. Looking at, we're going to have to leave out some yeah. big names. And I, was, I don't know how Adingra fits into it with other players. Yeah. I was going to say, Adingra's for me, and look, say what you want. He's left side. I think he's better off the left. I think right side nullified him. That's just me. No, agree right, We can talk about agree that in a bit, but we, we will. Um, Adingra-wise, comparison to me, and on a, a much smaller scale, because I know that we've. it's hard to ever compare the past Brighton to now because like it's, it wipes the floor, right? But... Loire Loire vibes. I get serious Loire mm. Loire vibes, but better by by a, a serious distance. Better, um, you know Loire Loire. As much as I love the bloke, so many blind alleys every single time. Go down, try and get the ball across. Hit first man. It goes out for a corner at best. Sometimes it's coming off him again. And I love Loire Loire. Loire. Long shots. Absolutely like epitomizes my childhood pretty much. But. Dingra gives me them. The, the way he sort of does his step overs, the way he sort of lets the ball run a little bit too far in front of him when he taps it past players. I, I like that. It, it's very, very raw. Um, I think rawness is obviously a, is a bad weakness at times, but also if, you, if you've got the first touch that Dingra and the pace that Dingra has, it's, it's okay. Uh, I think he gets away with it. I think there's a lot he needs to learn because you, know, you can definitely see some immaturity sometimes. But mate, he, I, I think yeah, he, he looks class. Him rotating with with, with, with Matoma, you know, saying Matoma's played a long game in the Europa League, tearing it up. You got a Dingra to come on at the 60th, 70th minute. And just quickly as well, you talk about like um, you know the little facets of the game where he might not be so strong as. It's the same with um, I know Bonanotte has been a bit of a talk of the of Twitter yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. Past couple of days, like it, it, same same vibes with him. I think he, there's a player in there. He's only 18 years old. There's definitely a player in there, and, 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 and there's a re, and there's a reason. There's a reason why Deserbi's not loaned him out. Where he obviously loaned out Samiento, Samiento, and kept Bonanotte for a reason because he yeah, obviously believes down, yeah. in in Bonanotte's yeah like qualities. So yeah, like look, I I, I, I agree. I don't think Bonanotte's ready to start by any stretch of the imagination. But it's the same with Adingra. Like I. I think he's sort of like on the on the the the, the what's the word um, the on the cusp. edge, 
yeah, the cusp. That's it. Uh, he's on the cusp of of just get, you know being good enough to start, Human but still stories. still having a few you know uh, things that he needs ironing out. And like you said, you know, a few things you mentioned, just those little intricacies that I think he still needs to work on. I think he'll he will get there at some stage. Maybe not in the first half of the yes. season, but come sort of the back end of the next season. I think. Uh, sorry, this season he'll be yeah a madness. Yeah, and while we're going through players that I I think is really ready for their breakout. And I, I just want to say props to the boy himself because he has changed it around in such quick succession. Billy Gilmore was fantastic. And I think the way he's really come on leaps and bounds, really come on leaps and bounds. He's gone from the player of sort of the outsider and sort of even forgotten about at times, even in, on the bench. And now I probably wouldn't think anything other than starting him. Um, I, I, if we do manage to keep hold of Casado and it means we don't get cold, well, so be it. And... We keep hold of Casado and Gilmore for a year. That that so double pivot is just as good, if not better, anyway, because Gilmore's only 21, 22, and he's got plenty of room to grow. I think that, the, yeah, the way that he's grown is, is admirable, to be honest. And uh, all, all Gilmore needs to do is just take a couple more shots, because I reckon he could bag a couple of goals in the positions he gets himself in on the edge of the ball. Yeah, no, definitely. Just the way, think, the way he sprays it out wide as well. I, think, I love the way he, like, he does like a blade, blade card pass. Mm. It's so nice to watch. I think that's the only okay. difference with Sorry, him and McAllister. Gone. That's right. I think, I think the only difference between him and McAllister is that is that output. I know McAllister really added that. Uh, we, we do you remember when yeah. we when we actually I think it was the beginning of not this season. Uh, actually, yeah, I think the start of last season just gone. We we used to question, didn't we? Like, what's McAllister's output? Is he is he good enough on the attacking front? And uh, he added goals yeah. and assists to his, to his game last season. He still so didn't I, add that much though. You know, no, that's true, a bit of a true. myth. I think. Penalty, yeah, true. true. It, it he wasn't didn't like, get many assists at all. Yeah, supposed to be fair. Yeah, it was mostly penalties to be fair. Um, but yeah, mm. I, I would love to see. But I don't. I don't think necessarily Gilmore. That's like his game. Like I don't no, think he necessarily no. has to. Get oh no, no, do I? No, do I? Yeah, like um, I think he just. It'd just be nice to see him to... take a couple of shots. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just test the keeper, but he, he'll do the dirty work, and he'll like he'll, you know, he just. And like I said, Ben said he's got great range of passing as well. So I think he's just there to make the team tick and just make sure that you know we're hassling, yeah. we're pressing, and we're winning the ball back when needed. Like he's just that, yeah. He's just class. I like. I really rate him. I've compared. I've compared his sort of fellow. Um, I guess you could call it comparison, but I don't really think so. But I'd say Alzate is the sort of modern day Dale Stevens. I think Alzate <laughs> so class. I love Alzate. I love the work he does on the pitch. I love the fact that no one gives him credit and I love the fact that whenever I say it, people sort of agree with me, but then think, mm, is he? Yes, I think he is. I think he's great. And I think him and um, Gilmore, sort of how they're growing at the minute are going to be good for us next season. Um, could be completely wrong, but we'll see. Um, I think, have, am I running out of Jack Hinselwood's probably worth a mention yeah. just for how <clears> he's <throat> been good. coping as well Mate, um, on that right side. Yeah, big, big props to him, you know, um, sort mm. of coming up. Deserby gave him a lot of praise. Alana yeah. gave him a lot of praise about Deserby's praise. Um, what are you saying, Ben, on, on Jack Hinselwood? Do you think one that's going to settle in quickly or do you think he's going to be sort of on the outside? Uh, you never know. Deserby could even just throw him into the starting 11 against Luton. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I, I think I'll be leaning on more probably going out on loan maybe to a better opposition for sure. Because um, unless... We deserve he sees him as a right back, which obviously I'm pretty sure he's a centre mid. So he's been playing out of position in these games, hasn't he? Um, and still done really, really yeah. well and earned people's plaudits. Um, but I don't know, maybe alone, I imagine. I don't know if he will be good enough to start in the Premier League or kind of battle for a battle yeah. for a um, starting place. He's in got the a team. big footballing history, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, because yeah, of his dad and that. But um, Paul, no, Paul I've been Adam. impressed. I've been impressed, but I feel like he's just one of them. One of those players like Ed Turns, that's they, you know, they get their minutes during preseason with the first Turns, team, and then they'll probably, and he, yeah, even he was really good. Um, but I think, yeah, we, mm. I, think, I can't think of any bad players that we had over the past two games. Um, I've been impressed with quite a lot of them, and yeah, yeah, just nice to see Hinshelwood do yeah. well as well because of the Brighton connection. Mate, do you know one one quick quick sort of like uh, mention? I, I just want to because it's really sort of not bugging me but it's been playing on my mind I think Dennis Undam I don't know about you boys but I just feel like he's got that extra yard of pace yes. like I just feel like he's he's got quicker uh, or like he's got, just got a bit more agile and a just bit got more, more confidence uh, I don't know what it, what it is it's more confidence yeah maybe but confidence. he just look, he looks 100%. he looks so much sharper and quicker than what he did 
during the season. Like, I remember, was it Man United, that semi-final, when he had that heavy touch? And I was just like, what the... F-? Yeah. Like, it was, it was, he did have a terrible mm. game that day. But in general, he just looked really slow, sluggish. Like, his first touch wasn't great. But in the pre-season, I know, again, it's only two games in. Let's not get too, you know, gassed. But also, the back but end of last season, he we, just looks so much... that as well. Back yeah, end last season, his quality as yeah, well. Yeah, he got he got much better. But I just feel like he's just got that extra yard of pace now. And he just looks trimmer, a little bit more trim, <laughs> a bit quicker. I don't know. It just looks like he's been really working hard over the summer. Um, and it looks like it's I'll be hopefully going to pay off. I'll be honest with you. I think Undav was... I think he, he probably even said it, to be fair. It was so clear he was just low on confidence. Because mm. the, the sort of things he was doing, just it wasn't what a footballer would do. It was a footballer on low confidence. You could tell he was good. Uh, uh, that, that game, I'm going to really play on my mind here. Aston Villa in the friendly after, during, oh, yeah. I think it was after Dubai, or during the winter break, had a couple of good games. And then there was one where he played a couple of, I think it was the beginning of last season. God, I cannot think who it was. Um, and he had a couple of goals where he sort of drilled them hard and low. And I remember saying at the time, to score goals like that, like Grimsby? you have to be a good striker because... Could have been. I think he scored his first goal against Forest Green. Oh, and yeah, then there Forest was one yeah, was for the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Forest Green. This is really playing on this <laughs> this brain here. But yeah, there was there was one where he played. He played in a friendly. I think it was right when we first signed him, and he was lethal in front of goal. And I think everyone just was like, no doubt in that. But can you improve your overall game? Um, I think you're right, Maz. I think if he can, if he can just include that now, and I think he is doing because you know you definitely saw. It. I think Chelsea away, Arsenal away, you really saw it. Um, last season mm. um, I mean, look at them front four options front three options you've got Undav you've got Ferguson you've got Danny Welbeck even to be fair he's been very very good um, Joao Pedro <laughs> I mean those are four centre forwards that are very think, capable yeah. at, you know that sort of top level this probably leads us on to where we should try and figure out their starting eleven because just thinking about yeah, it whilst you were talking that's what I was trying to get to <laughs> oh sorry How, like, yeah. we, could, we could probably build like three or four teams I'm not even joking with the amount of players and the depth that we've got, maybe not, maybe not the as much rotation in defence because I don't know if we we're that in, we've got that much depth there, but needed though. Yeah, definitely needed. But yeah, you with that with in the midfield and the forward roles, you could definitely build like three different teams with those with those Brighton players. Um, shout, mm. how are we going to do this, Ryan? Did you want to build yours, or should we like agree on positions and then build it that way? I could just run through positions and then sort of do a vote on three without waffling too much. Yeah. And then we yeah, can go and just build our own one. Yeah, yeah, let, um, yeah. Rather let's than, do that. Let's, let's try and, yeah, keep it punchy. Yeah, because otherwise I feel like our um, our TikTok viewers will quickly swipe. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> They're gone, mate, don't worry. Because so low these days. They're gone, mate. They are gone. Um, anyway, so let's let's go. So goalkeeper. <laughs> it's already difficult, isn't it? <laughs> so it's either the Brugger or it's the Steel. So, sorry, just quickly, oh, is this who we think is going to start the first game against Luton? Best 11, I reckon. We Based do. on what we've seen in the season. But I think best yeah. 11 yeah. is. Yeah, okay. I, I, to be okay. fair, that's not a bad shout. Because, that's not because a bad that, shout. Because that's the, thing. because that's the thing. The best 11, so, like, in my eyes, Verbruggen is a better goalkeeper than Steele in the sense of, like, quality, yeah. like, as in. St- but. I think Steel will start. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's two different. Who plays things, at the Amex opener then, Maz? Let's do that. Yeah, let's do um, that. Let's do that. Okay. I think that's the easier way of doing it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, uh, so cool. I, I vote um, still. I vote still. Still, Ben, what are you saying? Yes, I mean, still plays. Still plays. For sure. Still plays gets two yeah, on just... one. And I, I, I don't know. I still feel like that. I still feel like Verbruggen's got something in him. But yeah, I do agree. You can't drop still, can you? Because he's just doing well. Fair play, Jason, because you've done very well, mate. And I absolutely hat off to the bloke. I think he's class uh, on and off the pitch. Yeah. Um, okay, still starts. Um, Centre backs. Uh, I'll start with you, Ben. What both right side? Right side. Is it right side? Yeah. Maybe, well, I guess Dunk. Does he, does he start on the left or the right? He's ace. He's normally left, isn't he? Go call him. Call him. Well, he is better technically yeah. on the left, but go with right because that's where he played alongside Cole Will most All of right, the time. We'll go. Well, that's the thing. I'll, okay, I'll just do the two centre backs because I think that might be easier. But I think it. <laughs> I think it'll be Duncan Webster because okay. I don't know if Eagle will start and I doubt we'll have Colwell by then. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Maz? Yeah, l- l- yeah. We're just we're just doing it on uh, players that are actually at the club right now. We can't we can't be <laughs> including Colwell when it's Messi and Ronaldo. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. You with... should do it just for the <laughs> wines up there. Imagine the interactions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, uh, yeah, Elon pays for Twitter Blue, mate. I, I'd be personally, I'd be on that. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll mock up a graphic as well. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll put out on Instagram as well. <laughs> well, I should, should put, we'll put Cole in. Some yeah, Cole no, right. Um, my centre backs will be will be Dunk and Webster. Uh, Dunk and Webster are my centre backs. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, as I said, I think Webster hasn't looked great, but I think yeah, with the options available at centre back, I'm gonna have to go Webster. I think. See, I disagree on the Webster stand. I think he's been good. I, I don't think he's been. Good, good. But then again, you look at the players who've been playing alongside him in the pre-seasons. Mm. It's not really been a fair judge. Um, so I yeah, won't say true. anything bad on Webster at this stage. So I'll say, yeah, I think Duncan Webster, but obviously Duncan, Duncan Levi would be, <laughs> would be a dream. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go with the right, because I know I've sort of messed it up. I should have gone right to left, but we'll, say it. we'll go back to the right. Um, obviously, I think I'll start with this one, but I think it's going to be Veltman. Um, I don't think Tarek's going to be ready. Depends on whether we get Holm as well, which we're heavily linked with at the moment, this Swedish right-back from uh, from Italy somewhere. Um, what about you, Maz, right-back? Um, yeah, Veltman. yeah Vel- Veltman for me. Uh, but I do definitely want more cover at right-back, like I said earlier. I think mm. uh, just having Veltman and Tarek Lamptey as your full-back options, I think, yeah, it's not it's not going to serve you well for the, for the, especially with the amount of games we're going to have uh, and the different competitions we're playing so mm. yeah uh, I think Veltman starts um, and I would love to see us bring in a right back yeah I'm just going to I'm just going to do the next yeah. three positions because I know we can all agree on them so it'll be Veltman I agree with you left back obviously Purvis the first centre mid will be Caicedo because yeah, okay. he will still be at the club the toughest thing is who who <laughs> plays next to Caicedo I'll start the vote yeah this, this is actually a I here, think guys. Billy Gilmore starts with Caicedo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I, agree. I think I think if there, if there's a second choice, well, no, <laughs> this is so tough. So many. Well, Pascal Gross though. Oh my you god, Pascal, Pascal Gross, Gross for fuck's sake! Yeah, because you got, yeah, you got, you got Pascal pivot, Gross. Yeah. No, I know, I know. Gross but isn't playing the I don't pivot. Li- I don't like him at right back, which is he's played there quite a few times. I just don't like Gross. That, sort that of just concept. floats everywhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah, true, true, true. But then, but then, who do you? Um, where do you play Gross then? <laughs> and also, Gross, what formation are you playing? I mean, well, te- oh, four two three one. Just four, going with what two, his early three, one, yeah. yeah, four two three one. Yeah, yeah then Gross technically uh, goes yeah. on the right, but it never really ends like that. Yes, yeah, well, I don't um, know how to. Gross is just a myth. Should we just? I don't know. I don't really know what position. He's just everywhere, even though he's the slowest. Gross is just the twelfth man. Football. Yeah. Gross the 12th man without even realising. Like, I feel like we have he's on the team sheet <laughs> and we don't realise like how he gets there. We always have no, 12 players. He's there the every time. He's there every time. But I just don't even know how he's there. Oh my God, that's weird. That's that is a great proper conspiracy. Brain, isn't it? That's you, actually so, oh, mate, that's actually, mate, that's actually I, great I honestly, this is a conspiracy theory. I've seen, and I'm telling you, I've seen Gilmore Caicedo, or I should say McAllister Caicedo, <laughs> I've I've seen Gross in there alongside March and alongside, that is we so play with weird. Players. That is really we, we get away with it somehow. Uh, yeah, we right, actually must right. do. Right, let's let's clarify though. Let's clarify. So we've got the back four and the goalkeeper sorted. We've got Caicedo obviously yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. Uh, in midfield. But who? Okay, so who are we going to decide then? So it's either Dahoud, Gilmore, or Alzate. Um, who's the other one we said? Alzate. Yeah. Alzate. Um, it's Gilmore. Right, I'm three. gonna yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna vote Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore. I'm voting Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, okay, Gilmore. Good. Yeah, Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore. Yeah, agree. Right, okay, cool. And so, sort so, of okay yeah. on the right, we're saying Gross then. No, well, Solly March. Where I does mean, he come in? Do you know what I mean? Like, how is this? How how does Deserby do this? <laughs> we need to play with 15 no, players I'll, next I'll year. I'll go. Gro- I'll, if we have to put Gro- Gross on the right, I'll put Gross on the right. Yeah, because he has to be in the team for me. But then. This is just. This is a joke. This is so difficult. What the hell is going I'll, on? I'm going to go gross. I'm going to go gross because he has to be in the starting lineup somehow, somewhere. <laughs> Where does? How does Deserby do this every gross. week? He's going to be having to do this two times a week. <laughs> just put gross in the middle. <laughs> how does he do this? What? What in the in the? Te- yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy with that in the middle. Yeah. I'll put him in but then middle. Gross doesn't even play This is the thing. Gross doesn't oh, play on God. the right. He doesn't yeah, play the pivot. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. play the ten. He doesn't play up front. Yeah. Gross just does what he wants and he's a legend for it. 
And I think that's what we love him for. But then we, but, but then we never have holes anywhere either. It's just I just don't get it. We never have like so we don't have some random person missing right wing because someone else is playing there. I don't. Right, boys, boys, boys. We need to we need to pin this down. Where who we? Right. Let, let's just stick to positions. I, I know I know that it's very fluid and like Serbi yeah. does love to like play like a fluid formation. But let's just say we are playing a two-three-one. Who goes on the right? Solly March. Well, I guess you've got to drop Gilmore then in that sense, because then otherwise it's going to like be a mess. Unless it? you do Solly March on the right, Gross is a 10, then you've got a left wing and a striker that we got. But we played a double pivot, McAllister, Caicedo, the whole of last season, so that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, yeah so it's what I'm saying. Yeah. We've got a two there, and then we'll have, we'll have a right winger, Cam. Yeah, but you, you're, not gonna play, you're not going to play Gross and Caicedo as a pivot, are you? I know, but I would probably just throw Gross in number 10 just for argument's sake because it's so fluid I think and then you've got a right yeah, okay. left winger striker okay yeah okay I'm happy with that alright so number 10 gross okay and then and then on the wings who, who are we going for obviously Matoma for me 10 by the way yeah sure. 10 just number 0 yeah, yeah 10 number 0 yeah yeah I think right. one winger definitely Matoma for me definitely he's a joke that's on the left yeah yeah left yeah I agree by the way he, he printed his name on there straight away Matoma starts. Yeah, yeah. And so Matoma and left. right. Wow, I think Solly March will start because of how so well Solly, he's done it? last year. And yeah, loves gonna, him. If, if, yeah, if it's based on who's going to start agree. the opening day, I agree. Yeah, Solly March it will be Solly March. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, and I can't uh, believe I'm saying that because you know not long ago it feels that I was saying that Solly doesn't get in our best team, and I think now he does. Mm. I think last season seven goals, seven assists in the, in the Premier League. Uh, had a very good season, versatile. Why wouldn't you have him in the team at the moment? Adingra, by yeah. all means, but I think he'll come off the bench on his debut, if I'm honest. Um, and up yeah. front. Here we go. Okay, Joao Pedro. Think about all the Evan players Ferguson. that are missing right now, by the way. Or Danny Welbeck. Has... So I we know. haven't mentioned. Adingra's not starting, uh, and Ciso's not starting. Ferguson's not mentioned yet, obviously, because Joao Pedro's not mentioned yet. Welbeck, Undav. Ciso. All these players. Facundo Buenonoso, obviously, probably not going to start. But I, got... I think. I think. If we're going by who will start against Luton, I think he'll start Danny Welbeck. But if it was me, I'd start Evan Ferguson. Yeah. No, I think it will be I'd Evan start Ferguson. Pedro. Oh my god, this is so tough. Would you? I can't. You See, can't no, have no, Pedro about that but team. Is, He's but, too but good Ryan, now. But Ryan, I, oh. but Ryan, I, I can't argue against that. Like, as in, like, I, I can't argue that. But I, <laughs> but I want Evan Ferguson to play the nine. That's that's my thing. I think I Ferguson's, Ferguson's, Ferguson's still off the bench player at the moment in this team at the minute. Do you think he's still off the bench? I think. So I, mate, I think he's. I think he's the best. I think he's the best all-round complete forward I've ever seen at the club. But I think. I think he's still. He still doesn't offer as much as Pedro at the minute. Yeah. And also, and I think if you're if you're going off pre-season currently. Yeah. Has to be Joao Pedro, and also Joao Pedro hates Luton because of the whole Watford thing. I'm pretty sure they're rivals. So yeah, there you go. He's back in four. He's going to bag a hat trick on the opening day by playing number nine for Brighton of Albion. I'm I'm outvoted. We'll go Joao Pedro then up top. But then you know, by the um, way, Pedro won't even play up front. (laughs) This is the weird thing. Pedro won't play up front, and Pascal Gross won't play in the ten. Okay, this is the last time we'll ever be like work like that. This ever took the first yeah, time, yeah. last time we yeah, did yeah, I actually chicken. don't want to do this again. This is too stressful. That's why I thought best yeah, 11 would be good. It, let's do best 11 or, quick. Or, we run through or, best 11? Because that, that will be really easy I'll just on, to nail yeah, it really position. Okay, right, I'll really quickly rub through mine. Right, so best 11. Right now, I haven't seen enough of Brugge, so I'm going to say Jason Steele, Veltman, Dunk, Carl Will, because we'll sign him, Purvis, Kai Sado, because we'll keep him, and bid off Chelsea. No, okay, sorry. Adam Webster is going to Carl Will or Igor. Kai Sado, Gilmore. Then we'll have on the right. We'll have um, we'll have Enciso, but it'll be so Great fluid. Fire. Then we'll have Gross. Then we'll have Matoma, and then Jao Pedro, and everyone will be mixing up. That'll be incredible. Right. All right. Um, oh, am I doing the same? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, for for Bruce Steele, uh, one of them two, and then we'll have <laughs> right back. We'll have Veltman, um, and then we'll have Dunk. Webster, uh, Estupinian, Caicedo, Gilmore, uh, Matoma, Pedro, Gross, and then Ciso. Wow. Uh, 
Oh, in CISO, that's interesting. I think I was the same um, team that I picked, but just in a okay. different order. Yeah. Was it? So, but this this oh, is the bad thing, yeah. You know, in CISO, by the way, can I just, sorry, just, just sorry to put it back. You both said in CISO in your best 11s, but yet he wasn't even anywhere near our, our 11 for Luton. Yeah, yeah but he just can't. Can't. Yeah. Just doesn't fit Deserby in that Luton team somehow. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But that's why we're not football managers, man. That's why we're not football managers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he'll play. We're just going based off like who we, who we, who yeah. we like, right? Like, this is we're, like, well. we're filming this at the end of everyone's had long days <laughs> respectfully, right? We've all been working. We've had yeah, delays yeah, yeah, on the yeah. side of this. We've had to stop it twice. Yeah. All right. I hear yeah. Maz four seconds after I've said something. There is probably. <laughs> we really need a studio. Yeah, it's not just man- it's just not managerial problems. It's also technical issues we're dealing with here. Uh, right, <laughs> mine's gonna be mine's gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the team I tweeted yesterday. I'm gonna go with Steel, Veltman, Dunk. Uh, actually, I'm gonna take Igor out for Webster, Estepinian, um, Gilmore, Caicedo, Adingra, Kyle Pedro, Matoma, Ferguson. It's a gross. Uh, actually, gross or Gilmore, one of the two. Um, I don't know yet, but yeah. Like, yeah, because you did get cooked for not leave, for leaving Gross out. It's it's tough. Yeah, I got cooked for, for leaving Gross out. out, mate. But so if you say he might know, be, and he might be out. You can't, can't get in trouble. No, true, true, exactly. Yeah, Gilmore, Gross, one of the two. Right. Well, let <laughs> you decide. People in the comments, let um, us know who you who your best yes. eleven is because uh, they... we'll also we'll also as well we'll put uh, what we we'll do. You boys, you send me your your elevens. I'll make it into a graphic. We'll put it on Instagram as well. And we get people to vote who they think out yeah. of us three has the better eleven. Mine's just meant like yeah, the best yeah, eighteen. Instead, <laughs> it'd be so much easier. Yeah, uh, yeah but I'll yeah. say that, and it probably won't be. Um, all right, okay. I think that's pretty much everything. Unless there's anything else that I, yeah. I've missed, we've missed. Uh, I just did. I did want to quickly um, say about, the whole Sarmiento uh, thing. Casado. I think that's an unbelievable loan signing for West Brom. Um, Obviously, De Zerbi was saying about how he wants him to get 35 matches minimum, which is why he's gone alone, because obviously he can't get it out of the club. Um, people online did say that, well, Facundo should have gone out, we should have kept Sarmiento. But if you listen to De Zerbi, of what I just said about the matches, Sarmiento needs those yeah. games in an intense league more yeah. than Facundo does right now. Facundo's, he's been injured as well quite a bit. Yeah, Facundo's a few oh, seasons off Sarmiento. Yeah, he's, only, he's never played over four games in a row as he's Sarmiento. Probably so, not, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I quite a magic stat. Injured. So, like, and also, yeah. um, before we do wrap up, okay, what you going to say? That's what I was going to yeah, say. Go yeah, yeah, I was going to say I was just going to say, I mean, thanks, I guess. I don't really want that de- that thing because I don't want to have to do these sort of things. But um, obviously, Lars Dendonka, yes, uh, as probably everyone's seen by now, has had to been forced to retire, former under-23s um, here, um, unfortunately, only age 22. He's been forced to retire over her heart condition. It's, it's not clear what's sort of the heart condition at the moment. No one quite knows. I don't think it's not confirmed whether it's hereditary like Enox was. Um, but it's uh, it's a very hard to take, you know, obviously as a, as a 22-year-old. Um, it must be mad when you've dedicated your life to becoming a footballer and you're only just getting that chance to do that. Um, so obviously, yeah, of course, our thoughts are with him and his family at this minute um, because, yeah, it must be yeah. quite tough, I can imagine. Huh? Um, and, Hopefully as well. You know, it um, seems to happen ho- too often with Brighton. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no. Hopefully, I, I was just going to say. Hopefully, we can give him some kind of. Um, obviously, we'll give him support and stuff as as we always do. But in terms yeah, of maybe I like a role at the club, do. like that'd be quite nice. I, I know we usually do that kind of mm. stuff, which obviously, yeah, we like, we're really, really well run club. So to keep fit, maybe. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, like keep him keep him around the training ground and hopefully maybe get his badges and become a coach or, or something like that, hopefully. And uh, yeah, no, like Ryan said, hopefully um, all our best wishes to, to Lars and obviously his family as well. Uh, yeah, and hopefully you, you carry on in football, Lars, and um, you, um, yeah, become a coach or become something integral in, in Brighton or football in general. And yeah, wish you all the luck. I, mean, I do believe we, we actually sold Dendonka, didn't we, a, a while ago? Um, but yes, the, the, a lot of people sort of asked whether whether he was uh, the brother of Leander, and he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, right. He is the brother of Leander, so I'd imagine he sticks in and around football somewhere, somehow. Mm. Um, obviously, Dangadonka uh, name is, is in football. Could, do you um, remember that? But yes, fan? it seems to happen a lot in, like, in Brighton currently. You've got Last Dendonka, um, we've got Leandro Dendonka. Dendonka, do you remember that guy that sang that song? The Wolves fan? Yeah, sort yeah, of. Most yeah, I do sort of remember him, yeah. that. Um, yeah. Um, but yes, it's a shame, uh, as we say. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been a few, isn't it? We've had Orlandi obviously had to force retire quite early. Uh, Oscar Garcia had to come away from Watford after departing. We had uh, Connor Goldson obviously go through it in 2015 16 season. Enoch yeah. um, Mwepu more recently, and uh, Lars Dendonka. 
now to add to an unfortunate list which we don't want. <laughs> um, so hopefully that is the end of that, I hope anyway. And um, yes, to obviously sign off a, a very fun episode. Obviously, the serious <laughs> stuff has to come as well. Um, but yes, definitely get um, that. In the other comments. than that, actually do yeah. comment. Um, yeah, comment that about Lars. Um, wishing him all the best, yeah. of course. Um, anyway, um, not to change the subject brutally, but we have to because we have to end the episode. But thank you all for listening um, and watching, subscribing, commenting, liking. And everything else on social media, because you can pretty much do everything these days on there. Make sure you follow us, see your social, and we will see you probably, what have we got, Newcastle upcoming? Yeah, we got... So we'll probably see you after Newcastle yeah. in the uh, summer series. 12.30am on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. But it's technically a Friday night, so if you're staying I'm up, staying watching up. that. You're not going to stay up? Uh, I, will, I will be there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm such a wimp there. with times. I'll be, obviously. I'll try and stay up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I might be, but I'm, I'd I'm, probably not be. Um, I'm... I'm a night owl. I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> will be there. Yeah, I'm a night owl, but not through choice. I'll just lay awake. Yeah, That's my no, trouble. I'll, I don't, I don't want to be awake, but I'll be awake, if that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, see you later. <laughs> see you later. Cheers. Bye-bye. as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.